House of Waves from the Dark Grey Triad. Always looking left because I ain't right. You know, not right I am. It's Cinco de Mayo. And so here, for my Spanish listeners. Bienvenido de nuevo al podcast No Me Judies. Estás aquí con Ser Nigel, la casa de las olas de la triada gris oscuro. Mirando a la izquierda porque no tengo razón. Estoy aquí con mi hombre principal con el plan maestro. And for y'all who may not know, that ended with saying, my main man. <laughs> with the... I was thrown <laughs> off because it was a woman's voice. Look, so I, I had no clue. I, I, I had no clue. What was going on? I was just like. <laughs> I, I was just waiting for the word biblioteca or something oh, like that. Oh, yo, let me tell you. Like, I was laughing today <laughs> when I was, I was like, wait, Google Trace, I could do this. I was I actually like legit typed. He typed out his intro. Like, I've been saving this tab the whole day. Like, I, like I, well, a couple times I was about to reuse it. I was like, no, 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 no. You need to keep this. And, uh, yeah, so pretty much exactly what I just said for y'all. Uh, mind you, my Google, you know, doesn't know how to always do things right. So I apologize if I offended somebody, maybe talk about somebody's mama. And uh, my main man with the master plan to my right is Cinco del Negro. Mm-hmm. That's good. Happy Cinco de Mayo if you're here for it. Yeah. Um, thank you, Sir Nigel, for bringing some excitement to the beginning of the show because mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. And thank you all <laughs> out there in the land of listening for staying tuned for another episode of the Don't Judge Me podcast. It is absolutely your pleasure to make our acquaintance, and trust me, I know exactly what I'm talking about. If you weren't aware where you could find this illustrious podcast at, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, SoundCloud, all those other podcatchers out there. And while you are out there, leave a comment write a review, and or rate us that good old five stars. If you want to take it a step further and be a part of the show, if you want to be featured here with myself and Sir El Nigel, mm-hmm. yeah. single to Mayo, y'all, you can send us an email and or leave us a voicemail. Our email address is don'tjudgepod at gmail.com and our phone number is 410-834-1562. And we will incorporate anything you say and or write in an upcoming episode of the show and we will shout you out specifically in advance i'd like to take out the time to thank you again for joining us in judgment because we shall proceed to continue to judge in life so we have some listener emails actually i'm sorry we have listener voicemails well technically you're right because google translates them to emails so you're just ahead of the game with technology Thank you. If I have a robot. Thank you for being my supportive boyfriend. Hi. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. He's my champion, Hi. y'all. I mean, He's <laughs> my champion. So we've got some voicemails to get to, and we're just the best thing for us to do right now is get to the voicemails. Mm-hmm. You know, here we go. What's up, Jay and Nigel? This is Jared, one half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast, owner of Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. And hey, y'all. First of all, I just have to say this. Thank you both so much for coming on our five-year anniversary show. That was fun. That was dope. we definitely love to have y'all back again as a duo on the show. Or maybe come on to y'all's show. Whatever. Anyway, definitely appreciate y'all for that. Big ups for that. Secondly, I'm listening to episode 81, and you're shooting Bale J right at the 
beginning to all these cities that listen to y'all. As you went through all these towns, Maputo, uh, Aurora, Colorado, Las, Las Vegas, Fort Worth, Baltimore, wherever the heck you were calling out, I did not hear Utah, anywhere in there. I didn't hear Harriman or Salt Lake. Man, that's me. I'm listening to y'all. Why couldn't you call out my city? That's jacked up. I mean, hey, you know, if I'm the only one up here that's listening, it is what it is. But I'm sure there's at least one other person listening. The other the other black person in Utah that's in the hood. Not really a hood. Anyway, yeah, man. Sad my city didn't get called out. But, I mean, my real city is Houston, Texas. So, whatever, dog. Anyway, yeah, hey, y'all, great show so far. Uh, I wanted to tell you the story of the Blue Orange Man y'all asked about on my show. This dude was caught having sex with an orange in the market. And, you know, his backstory, he got flewed out from Great Britain to Florida uh, to be a uh, worker on an orange farm. And, uh, you know, they treat the oranges, uh, you know, seemed palatable because there were no cute girls out there. And the, uh, the orange uh, grove owner, uh, you know, was harassing and abusive to all the people who worked there. So, you know, it was a very bad and toxic culture. Uh, so that's how he got caught up in having sex with oranges. Um, and the blue part, I think he had, like, color blindness where everything was blue. So I can't remember that part. Anyway, hope you all take care. All right. God bless. Uh, Jared Hooker. said my whole name. Look at that. Uh, one half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast, owner hooks, reds, and spices. Don't judge me. Well, I guess you're, you're going to judge me anyway. All right. Peace. And you are absolutely correct. We are going to judge you, Mr. Mm-hmm. Hooker. Yes. Uh, first and foremost, blame SoundCloud for not incorporating anything from Utah. I guess your vote doesn't count, according to SoundCloud. <laughs> like, I, I don't have anything. The, the election was rigged. Trump's still president. And you listen to Utah. Like, none of this is true, but we don't know. We don't know. But I love to give a shout out to sluts. You know what I'm saying? Like Salt Lake, Utah. What's up? I always love a slut in my life. <laughs> we love you, Jared. Slut or not. But, you know, we, we had nothing to do with that. However, so Nigel and I figured something out. Uh, yes. Just as as we were listening to this voicemail, we were like, that's why it's called Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Look, had no idea. I thought you was trying to sell it like you hooked on the flavor. Uh, we out here got seafood flavoring. So we hooking people up, or even hooking people up. I don't know what you, I mean, I had no idea. I personally thought it was after like hooks, rhymes, and bark, like some hip hop flip. Had no idea. He was incorporating his own name. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Because every time somebody put some some of you on their meat, they sprinkling, they are sprinkling some hooks on there. You know what I'm saying? That is is Mm. amazing. Love it. Hooks, rubs, and spices, y'all. Hooks, yeah. rubs, and spices. Yeah, hell yeah. We have another voicemail from a Mr. Jared from Salt Lake City, Utah, or wherever he is in Utah that SoundCloud won't tell us. So let's listen to it. Jay and Nigel, it's Jared again. Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Hey, oh, Jay, my Jay, sends his love. Okay, so <clears throat> still listen to episode 81. Talking about the dude who had, I don't know, like 30-some-odd girlfriends or something like that. 
is caught for fraud. And he's talking about going to the restaurant where they're singing a happy birthday, and they're trying to say, hey, weren't you just here? So I'll tell you a funny story, which was funny to me at the time, but I didn't get it in the moment, but I got it after the moment, right? So I worked at a fine dining, high-class steakhouse. Uh, you know, it was like $125 a plate type of thing. expensive. I didn't really eat there unless it was like an employee gift card situation. Um, so anyway, there was this lady that we would always see. She was definitely like probably a prostitute, something like that. We saw her, you know, multiple times a week or multiple times a month, something like that. Normally with a different, like few different dudes, right? The thing is she always sat in the same seat or in the same area. So, you know, it wasn't hard to remember who this lady was. A couple of times where I was like, hey, how are you doing? Welcome back. Good to see you again. You know, I, you know, good to see you again. And she gave me this look like, nigga, I can't believe you just said that. Like, for real. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what she said inside her mind. Because, like, she looked at me, then she looked at the dude across from her, then she looked back at me, and she almost gave me, like, that shake, shake your head thing where, you know, you didn't want that person to say something. So I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. she didn't really say anything. And then later on, like the next day or, or no, later on that night, uh, you know, talking to some of my coworkers, I realized probably what was going down. But, yeah, I was definitely like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Good to see you again. And she's like, nah, you ain't never seen me. But I seen you with a whole nother four dudes at all different times. And they all got that same look on their face. They think they're going to take you out, treat you to $125 steak dinner, and go smash afterwards, which probably happened, and then she probably got paid right after that. So, anyway, didn't see her much after that, or at least not as often. So maybe she started spreading out her her uh, visits so I wouldn't recognize her and say something. Anyway, all right, that's all I got. One half of hashtag Blackout Podcast. Hey, hooks, rubs, and spices. Sprinkle it all over your whole area, all over Baltimore, the, the all of all that all B B BMI. No, that's the body mass index. Whatever. Sprinkle it on your life, it'll make it better. Peace. First off, DMV I mean I, I prefer the BMI. <laughs> Baltimore Metropolitan International. That's where we are. She's <laughs> oh, like just ignoring everything. So international, including Dallas, which is in Virginia, like that—that's Baltimore <laughs> Metro International. Yeah, that's, okay. that's where we are. All right, right now. That's, that's where we live. Okay, that's fine. Oh, he threw some hooks, rubs, and salt on that young lady's game. Yeah, you know, like you know what? This is actually why I used to travel all the way out to Virginia when I used to be out there in the game. You know what I'm saying? She probably wasn't in her neighborhood, but she saw. Old friendly Jarrett. You going too often. Mr. Rogers out here just like, hey, yep. great sweater, lady. And she's like. She was used to the hook up, not the hooker mm. at the working net. You know what I'm saying? Doing <clears throat> of the bus. Hey, good to see you here again this week. Uh, nigga, what? <laughs> what are you doing? You fucking up my game. And that's why she looked. She like, my game? You. You're fucking it up. And that's why she was looking back and forth. Because it was like, look, I need you to know you're messing my shit up. Threw salt on the young, industrious woman's game. She was industrious. Look, look, look. I've, I've seen that look where a person be like, you've been here yesterday. You're right. You're right. You're right. But that's our business. And if you wait my you table, I'll make sure that. you get paid. Uh, leave me alone, please. You don't have to announce that. Mm-mm. But what I do have to announce is we have one more voicemail. Mm-hmm. 
So let's get into that one as well. What is up, my light-skinned, slightly melanated brothers? This is Jay, one half of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Sorry, the Dr. Umar Johnson came out of me for a second. But, yeah, Jared Sims, you guys are a virtual high five. Sims is love. So literally, literally just finished up episode 81. Love the episode as always. And I have to say, Nigel, we need that R&B album, man. Got to have it. So you can't sing. That's okay. Just keep painting that shit up and add some auto-tune to it. Oh, check this out. Even thought of a, a name for it. So you could call it Sir Nigel and the House of Wave Files. Eh? Get it? Wave Files, audio. Yeah, yeah. You could have Jay design the album cover, you know. Oh, well, anyway, bad joke. So controversial topics. And this may top them off, possibly, maybe, I don't know. Religion and the belief of God. You know, that's the type of subject right there that could uh, possibly start fistfights. So, yeah, growing up in Louisiana, there was a church, every corner, you know, that's the Bible Belt in the South. So, me, Jay, I have a very hard time believing that there is this mystical, magical man sitting up in the sky, pulling strings and determining our fate. I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of hard for me to believe. I do believe that there is other life forms out there. I don't believe Earth is the only planet in this ever-expanding universe with life on it. Super controversial topic. I don't know. I can't discuss it with my fam because I already know how they all act. Anyway, uh, much love, respect to you guys as always, and I'm blacking out. Peace. What you meant to say was great joke because I'm now changing my name to Sir Nigel, House of the Wave Files. Okay, from today forward and expect an album coming soon. And Jay, you got me on the album, Mark? If you want to be serious, we could take pictures and I can, we can do a track Ooh, listing. We can, do, we can do a whole project around a fictional album. Ladies, look. The man, the, 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 the dad bod, I'm not even a dad is here, okay? Accidental growth, okay? I'm going to be on that album cover showing belly button, okay? And it's about to be an old school R&B, non-singing. You right, Jay. I can't sing. Um, and it's about to be glorious, okay? Yeah, I think I think I ha- it's it's coming to me how we can put this project together. There will be a single. Oh. Not necessarily a video, but there will no, be a no, single. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. Look, I am so random. Look, for y'all who didn't know, I used to play piano, flute, piccolo. Other day, I was in a thrift store, bought a violin. It's in the car, okay? Don't ask me what I'm doing, but I'm going to tell you right now, I got instruments, okay? None of those albums or none of those instruments are depicted in that sound effect. Does the does the violin have the, the string? It's missing the one string. I got to restring it, okay? But this junk was vicious. It's only $30. And it came with a bag, okay? So I'm stunting. But then I went on Amazon and saw a good brand new black one for 80 And I was like, I feel kind of cheap. <laughs> like, I feel like I, sh- I should have just paid the extra 50 bucks to get a better one. But anyway, I got one. So now I got a flute in my house, a piccolo in my house, a metronome. I got a stand. I got a violin. I don't have a piano, but I can get a keyboard. And I'm about to be... I'm about to be John Legend out this jump. What was that other, uh, what was that other boy? Uh, Ryan, Ryan, uh, Ryan Leslie? Yeah, there you go. Ryan Leslie. I'm about to make a beat, drop it, sing about how uh, 
You don't need your mask because I can see into your soul. Oh. Damn! Right deep. here, y'all. It's getting deep. Sir Nigel, House of the Wave, uh, wave File, yo. Dropping su- uh, summer 2027. 20, uh. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we going to do that this year. This, this is happening. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. It's, it's an actual it's project. It's going to happen. Thank you, Jay, for that contribution. Uh, did you want anything to that? Just when it comes to the controversial topic, uh, coincidentally, that is something that uh, Sir Nigel and I talked about off mic. Yes. Um, because we were kind of perplexed as the show was going on, and then we thought about it after. It was like, well, this this topic or that topic or whatever. So we, we kind of hit you, hit the nail on the head much the same way there, Jay. Exactly. Appreciate the voicemails, and we appreciate all voicemails and or emails. And remember, you can do this just by reaching out to us, 410-834-1562. Or that old inbox, which is dry as fuck right now because nobody wants to reach out to us at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. So we've gotten voicemails out the way, and I'd like to start off the show by shooting some bail. This is the part of the show where we're going to start off on a positive note because we got a whole lot of fuckery to get into thereafter. So first and foremost, I want to shoot bail to the entire planet because the flu has disappeared worldwide during the Panda Express. Awesome. Basically, the same precautions we've taken to not get COVID has prevented us from getting the flu. The only downside could be on the other side is that we don't have the antibodies for the flu anymore, depending on how long this goes on. And people are going to start getting sick, really, really sick all over again. Also want to shoot bail to this old married couple. Okay. They both suffer from either Alzheimer's or or dementia. Oh, Um, one or the other. But Pops, he, on the other hand, still remembered one thing. Morse code. So what happened was okay. he could hear the tones of the keys that they were pressing to, to lock the facility down or whatever and figure out what the tones meant for each number. Mm-hmm. He grabbed his wife, hit the tones, and escaped the facility. They That's left. That's right. They got caught 30 minutes later because they're old. But at the yeah, same time, say, they probably didn't pass the parking lot. They got out. And I think the facility was finally $5,000. And then they have to now rotate the codes that they use because Pops was on it. That's what's up. I also want to shoot bail to Mamba City, sorry, sorry, Mamba Cita Charity Clothing Line. Okay. This line was launched on uh, May 1st. This is the line oh. from Vanessa Bryant oh. to honor her daughter, Gigi Bryant, okay. daughter of Kobe and Vanessa. And 100% of the proceeds go to the Mamba and Mamba Cita Sports Foundation. Oh, so it's a 100% charitable uh, clothing. It's sports leisure, so you're going to get like your, your sweats, your joggers, your oversized shirts and t-shirts and tank tops and the like but um if you're out there and you want to support something that's worthy uh buy some mambasita nice last bit of bail i'm going to shoot this week is for 14 year old dc resident by the name of curtis lawrence the third curtis has finished high school already and he's decided on where he's going to go to college oh wow he had uh scholarships offered from a number of different universities including harvard yale and howard among others 14-year-old Curtis Lawrence decided that he will be attending FAMU to double major in biology and computer science. Cool. HBCUs Congrats. all over. Yeah. He gonna get down there and wild out, though, because it's Oh, he about to be FAMU. 15 years and see some titties. He's gonna lose his mind. Hopefully, he has a chaperone. That's all the bail I'm shooting this week, so let's get this show moving on with a little bit of gentle judgment. All right. Well, you guys are just joining us, gentle judgment. Uh, you don't get full wrath for our judgment, but just... A little bit. Uh, This past weekend, I actually left the house. I was doing grown man things. Cutting grass, doing yard work, and doing such. 
So mm-hmm. I had to go to Home Depot because I had to get certain things. And as I'm driving, I look and ponder over to my left. And I ponder because it's a third floor apartment. Mm-hmm. A little baby balcony. I mean, you're probably looking five feet by three feet. Oh, really, baby balcony? Really, yeah, really one of those small, you know, like those new age apartments that... It's like, yeah, we have a balcony, but you really can't get out there. You probably can fit like a, a chair and a table. You can open the door and exhale smoke. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. So I look over and guess what I see? A trampoline. You don't give a fuck about none of your family at this point because who the fuck is bouncing on that? And I'm like, yo, this trampoline was literally like one half of it was touching the glass. One half was, was touching, touching the, the, rail. the rails. Yeah. And I'm like, who is letting this? This thing was like a foot off the ground. So the rail, mind you, is only like three feet off the ground. So mm-hmm. I'm like, this kid is at least two feet tall, and he bounces. He's, he's going over. He's going over. I'm like, well, why? First off, I judge because I used to be a leasing professional. Why the fuck you got that atrocity on her? Your I'm balcony? sure that's against. It uh, probably is. You know, rules and standards. That's a fine. But in two, as a parent, like I wouldn't want to be out there with the kid. What if it's not for the kid? It's for the adults no, to bounce no, no, around. No, 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 no. Anybody over 100 pounds is breaking that thing. Okay. It was a baby, baby jump. Like, okay. I don't even know why they even sold this thing, to tell you the truth. It was so small. <laughs> like, I mean, it was like this, half this table. It was tiny. Like, there was no point. It was like literally like, this is like, it might have said on the box, for single children, like, no siblings, buy this trampoline. Got it. Only children only. Yeah, only children only, no kid. You got two kids, don't sell this to this person. Um, so that was my judgment uh, for the shitty kids on East West Highway. <laughs> um, so the other day, my mother and I were talking about Wisconsin. We we're talking about how cold it gets up there. One of our friends of the family happens to be up there, and apparently they're moving back because it's too cold. I was Sounds like, well, Mom, right. I've been to Chicago. It's cold. I was out there for um, it's not called Food Fest, but it's like a. It's the thing where like a lot of restaurants come together and mm-hmm. they showcase their food. Taste of Chicago, right? Thank you. I've been there twice, right? Love Taste of Chicago. Recommend going. Recommend to go to any state that has it. Like usually, like even Maryland has like seven different versions of it. Like Taste of Annapolis, Taste of DC, and different things like that. Um, it was cold then. Mm-hmm. We went during the summer. It was like twenty degrees at night because it was closer to water. Right, right, right. So, have you ever noticed the map of Michigan though? Not really. Or Wisconsin? Uh, don't look on that. That's Wisconsin. That's Michigan. Okay. Michigan done stole land <laughs> from and that is separated by water. They do not own like they own that, oh, but they shouldn't own that. Got it. I see. That Wisconsin is... some bitches. Okay, I'm just being real. They pretty much was like, look, that land, that's us. I, I, but it doesn't touch your property. That don't fucking matter. It's us. So for those of you who can't see it, I've never looked at a map and, and thought about it, but uh Wisconsin to the left of Michigan has a series of land that reaches out and goes into, uh, I don't know, what is that, the Great Lakes? Yeah, yeah, So it goes into the Great Lakes and curves over, I guess, uh, Michigan a bit. But that's the state of Michigan, even though it's landlocked with Wisconsin. Yes. So pretty much, if you're on Michigan, the main landmass, you're essentially looking over by the water for the other part of Michigan, which happens to be connected to Wisconsin. Yeah, that's I never, never knew that. Didn't know that either. And so, Wisconsin, if y'all listening, love you. Please, please keep listening. But I worry about y'all, okay? Because I'm about to take your property and about to be part of D.C. That's kind of what it is. It's like D.C. Oh. stole Virginia. 
a part of the BMI. The BMI. Yeah, we're gonna we about to expand the BMI. Watch out. We out here on the prowl. Speaking of expansion, the other day I was on the internet just fucking around reading shit because that's what I do. That's what people do. And I saw a plus size boy band in China <laughs> by the name of Produce Pandas. <laughs> they don't eat produce. Stop playing. Okay. Like, they're male to be sure. And I can see that these dudes aren't boys, though. Because when I looked at the pictures, I was just like, yo, on the low end, these motherfuckers is like 27. This is a man band. Aww. And like, just looking at the pictures, it was just, not, I didn't read anything. Just saw the pictures. Like, these niggas old. Yeah. Um, like, these niggas had real jobs. Like, they got pulled out of Amazon facilities or worked at T-Mobile or something. Yeah. Like that. That's my man. Oh, okay. I thought the police was trying to kick in, which I have another story about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, they just looked like grown-ass men. And then mm-hmm. I read, and turns out, uh, one of them was youngest was 22. The oldest was 31. Oh, wow. And one of them did work for Amazon. And I was just <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, okay. all my suspicions. Yeah, it, it was just like, I, I could do this. I could, I could put together a man band because I had all the answers. That's what's up. Well, I mean, that's also too. I mean, like, the fat kind of hides your hides your age sometimes. You know, so no, 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 no. Those niggas look old. Okay, well, never mind. It. I mean, especially Asians. They're supposed to look young until they hit a certain age and they become instantly old. <laughs> they look old. They look like men. They look like, like Spanish women too. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's like, oh, okay, okay, oh, uh, bonita, uh, ooh, <laughs> you look like a busted muffin top. Anyway, um, so in parking lots, mm-hmm. usually I like to park as far as possible away from the store. I want to do this so I'm isolated. No one parks next to my car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to have anybody next to my vehicle. How about you? Do you you don't care? You just kind of park anywhere? I just park wherever there's a spot. Okay. All right. That's cool. And everyone's different. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I like to get, you know, because I also need, sometimes need space because I can't always fit depending on how close you get close to me. Right? Mm-hmm. So my uncle, uh, and I bring this up because my uncle, uh, he was at Costco or something, parked far away. Doesn't want to be near anybody. Parks far away. Comes mm-hmm. out. There's a guy next to him. He's in the vehicle. He comes up. My uncle's starting to load his vehicle, or load his car up with all the groceries he gotten. And uh, the wind apparently took his door and Smacked hit the it. guy's car. Yeah. The guy's like, "Hey, you need to fix my shit. Like this is we're gonna have to call insurance." My uncle's like, "Dog, it's not even that serious. It's just your door handle. Like you really could buff that out and get it taken care of." My uncle. Is older than my mom. My mom is pushing 81. So he got to be 86, right? Okay. Give or go. So this dude's starting to get hostile. My uncle, fear for his well-being, because it's like, probably one hit, you probably get taken down, right? Sure. He's like, man, look, I'll give you $20. You go ahead and take care of it. Go on about your day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The guy comes back, give me 25 <laughs> <laughs> So then, apparently... My other uncle had the same experience. So there's a scam going on in the BMI where Bama's is purposely parking next to vehicles to try to scam Bama's out of some money. Because he was like, yo, give me 25. Then my other uncle uh, was like, he had the same instance happen. I got some old ass uncles, right? Uh, yeah. Because apparently all of them was like, yo, these Bama's is trying to come for us. And I'm like, damn. And so then, you know, I was like, damn, I got to ask the guy to watch where I park. Or I gotta leave when I get there. You gotta keep cash on you as well, Apparently, just in case. I don't do that. Can I demo you twenty? Let me get twenty five. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> what's your cash at, bro? I got you. Bro, this man raised the price. He said, "Give me twenty five. He gave him twenty five, and then he left. But it's like, dog, no, you have the audacity, like really, if, five more dollars. If it's really your problem, 
twenty dollars don't even matter. But this man said, "Give me twenty five. It's not even. It's not a problem with the quickness. Apparently, too. Like he was like, "Yo, here's twenty dollars. Go ahead, take it." He took it, make it twenty five. He's shitty. He's a shitty human being. Yes, he is. We should beat his ass. Yes. Did he get his license plate? No. Damn it. No. But my, this is the same uncle that has had homeless people jump in his car. Like he was at the light, didn't have his car locked. And somebody was like, hey, you want to buy some apples? He's like, no. The dude opened the door and sat in the front seat and was like, why not? <laughs> and I'm like, Uncle Charlie, you might want to start holding yourself accountable for some of these encouragements. Uncle Charlie needs to carry the blicky. <laughs> he just needs to carry the blicky and just show it yo, to people. So, like, look, I'm like, I don't care if I go to jail at yo, this point. something because Uncle Charlie get hemmed up on some recklessness. And so... Uh, he's had people jump through the window. Like, he had his windows down. Like, right now to this day, if I drive in D.C., Southeast, mm-hmm. I do not drive my windows down in Southeast. If I stop at the light, the windows go up. Because he told me about one time, somebody jumped through the window and was like, you ain't gonna give me no money? He gonna have to carry a gun, man. Yo! Something! Like, Uncle Charlie be dealing with some drama. So when he told me about this and then another uncle confirmed it, I was like, oh, there's some squ- squindles. Like this is this is too much for Uncle Some Charlie. Scallywags. His heart's strong though, because he's not like startled by none of this shit. No, no, he he apparently he took it in stride and was like, Man, dog, here's twenty dollars, shut the fuck up. Kinda of. I mean he didn't say it, but he kinda of like that's pretty much the energy he gave. And the dude was like, Oh, I match your fucked up and give you a fuck you. Make it twenty five. <laughs> and he gave him twenty five and look. And I mind you, the power that you even have decibels of money, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. If anything, I got two twenties on me. I don't have no fives, tens, or ones. I don't have cash on No, I don't either. But if I was to have cash, it's going to be 20s. I was like, you want this lottery ticket? I got yeah. that. Look. I ain't signing it. I, don't I got know if this I old receipt from Circuit City. You want that? Nigga, like, I got want, a warranty on nigga, something. you want my power card from Dave and Buster's from no, over a year I, ago? No. Like, it, got, it got at least a thousand tickets on it. it like, I, I have no idea. What you want? Yeah, this is too much. I got, one, I got something from Je- Jeepers. <laughs> I don't know what you want. Um... But yeah, um, the swindle, watch out guys. If people park next to your car, either avoid them or make sure you don't hit the car because they're going to try to get you. Um, so, the other day I had a cousin reach out to me. I haven't talked to this cousin in 20 years. And being before then, I had one of my friends introduce me because I didn't know she existed. Okay. It was kind of like, hey, your cousin goes to Maryland with you. I was like, oh, okay. I asked my friends, hey, anyone of y'all know Blank? And it was like, I know Blank. I used to date her. I was like, okay. Well, could you give her a call? And so he gave her a call. And I was like, hey, by any chance, is your mama name Blank? And it was like, yeah. I was like, we're cousins. Hi. And so we got to know each other via my boy who used to date her. Because of this, he also then redated her. (laughs) <laughs> Later on was like, hey, you might ask your cousin if I get my belt back. Uh first off, no. You cross the boundary. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna ask my cousin to get your belt back. That's a lost cause, bro. Anyway, fast forward ten years later. Mm-hmm. She randomly hits me up on Facebook. Hey, I got a charity event I want you to donate to. I haven't talked to her in twenty years. Give her a go. My gentle judgment is lay the found work for when you're asking for a favor. Yeah. Hey, how you been? You been good? How's life? Dating anybody? You married? You got any kids? What's going on? Next conversation. Hey, I'm moving this weekend. What's up? <laughs> no. Motherfuckers get right to the point. Hey, you busy on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut to the chase. Like, cut uh, to the chase. Don't even, don't even set the groundwork. Can, can you at least be like, how was, are she you? She was like, Uncle Charles got $20 because he could donate. Yo, he balling, you balling. Give us some money. But she literally came out of nowhere like, hey, I don't know if you saw my Facebook Live. First off, I don't even know we was friends on Facebook, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And you asking about 
donating to some some something you got going on. I, I don't even. She's married. I didn't even recognize who it was until I had to look and re- research. I was like, oh, you got married. That's why your last name different. The fact I didn't even know you was married, you shouldn't be asking me for money. Duh. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Um. So, uh, streaming services. Mm-hmm. I'm a judge them all all the way. Uh, did you by chance watch Invincible on Amazon? It's a pretty good show. Phenomenal show. I'm watching it like, damn, it's so vicious, right? Vicious. Vicious. I'm like, damn, okay, I can't wait till next week so I can watch the next episode. Eight episodes, that's it. Yep. You gotta wait till, uh, they renewed it for second and third season, which is great. Mm-hmm. But only eight? What happened to 27? What happened to 24? What happened to 20 episodes a season? Ain't nobody got time for that. I need them to unleash that many. Then, my also judgment is that Netflix and them be coming out with series that don't need to be series. Like? Uh, a myriad of different other, like, uh, like any one of those, like, uh, like uh, Bone and Shadows or whatever the shit is, right? Or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, what, it's like, look, just make a movie. Make it a two-hour movie and be done with it. Like, you guys are trying to stretch something that doesn't need to be stretched. I Sometimes I'll be like, oh, this looks like it'd be interesting. Uh, series one. Nope. Whoop. <laughs> Off of my drink. I got, I got one for you. Um, Disney Plus. They just released uh, a Star Wars cartoon series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the like bad the brood of brood something. It's it's about stormtroopers mm-hmm. that weren't like they didn't fit the yeah the mold or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch this. Um, and then I saw the runtime was one hour and seventeen minutes, and I was like, no, I won't. I won't watch this. This is a series. I'm not watching this. I'm not. I'm not that interested. I'm just no, no. I, yeah. I got to be super bored to get there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I just wanted to see it. For the sake of scene. That's what I'm saying. So sometimes it's like, I would watch this if it wasn't a series. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to have me watch eight episodes and there's going to be some stupid parts. Like, a love interest that doesn't need to be there. Or some sort of part where it's like, I just need you to make a movie. Like, like at least, I wouldn't even mind a long movie. Give me a three-hour movie, I would have been cool with it. But honestly, a lot of those series would be like, yeah, Yo, you could have cut that out, you could have cut that out, you could have cut well, that out. Well, that's why it was eight episodes because they cut that out, they cut that out. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're, done get, with, we're down to eight. Get right to the point, man. We're done. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of these. Uh, when a good ep- when a good series is there, like Invincible, mm. too short. I needed like five more episodes. They, they, they have enough story to work with. They did. And they condensed it. They did a great job. Now, maybe that's a bad example. But there are some times where I watch something like, yeah, this this hits. This is good shit. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, no. Do, do I have to keep going? No. It, no. it gets better with episode seven, it's but like, I'm only on episode three. I don't really care about JoJo having a bad day at work. Like I, I, I don't care. Like I mean, it doesn't drive the story. And even after you watch it, it's like, what? What just happened? What? What is this? Like thirteen reasons why. It's like the third season. It's like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like just wrap this shit up. She's dead. Anyway. <laughs> so. I have a little gentle judgment for my childhood. Okay. Do you remember Fun Dip? Yeah. It's the, like, the, like, uh, I won't say the shit you snort, but it's not. I mean, it's sort of, because yeah. it's, like, it's like crack for kids, uh, right? What was it? Like Pixie the, Sticks and Fun Dip. Pixie Sticks. I was like, Pixie Sticks I can't think of it. And Fun Dip were essentially the same thing, same manufacturer. Yeah. The thing is, Fun Dip had that vessel, that accessory, that white thing that you would mm-hmm. dip into the sugar so that you can get the flavor off mm-hmm. of it. My question is, what flavor is that white thing? Because it's candy. But what flavor is it? 
Uh, OnlyFans. Close. You pin something in your mouth. <laughs> Close. And you don't really feel comfortable with doing it either. Like, I'm, I remember I used to just... <laughs> I'd lick my finger and put it in. Like, I wouldn't use the stick. The stick was, so, the stick was something so, else. But the, that was preparation for OnlyFans, I feel. <laughs> well... We've come to the conclusion that the uh, flavor of the stick is a flavorless stick of unknown origins that used to bring you joy, then serve as a reminder that joy never lasts, and that's all you're left with. So that stick used to bring you the joy of the sugar, and then once the sugar's gone, the joy's gone, and all you have left is this flavorless reminder. You know, it reminds me of life. life. That's what it is. It's the flavor of life. Tricks for kids type of shit. Tricks are terrible. But... I'm just like I read this one thing once was like how's the trips were amazing and then you no longer were a kid and then they transformed mm-hmm. and I was like damn that hit and it was like why maybe that's why they're garbage now because I'm no longer a kid so same same nostalgia right like maybe that stick was better <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was better it probably wasn't but then once you hit eight it was like what the fuck is this <laughs> why am I putting this in my mouth I shouldn't you know, it's just like when Snapchat be like, stick out your tongue. Oh, uh, first off, you're not going to tell me what to do. Uh, no. <laughs> you're not going to tell me what to do. Put this in your mouth. I'm not. I'll tell you that. Tell you what's not going to happen. Your mama. Um, <laughs> My last gentle judgment. So, you know how some people try to hold like clout like, oh, you know, I grew up broke. And now I'm no longer, right? Right. Which is a, a thing in itself because they're usually resourceful. You know, they come up with some like creative uh, struggle meals. I see some great things where it's like, I never would have thought of that, and mm-hmm. thank you because I've 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 been to the point where I was struggling later on in life, and I was like, I'm gonna use some ramen, I'm gonna finesse it, like whatever the case may be. My question to you is, who has more broke clout? Okay, okay, an only child or someone with eight siblings? Eight siblings, they got more clout. Yeah, they've been broker because whatever it was that they had had to be stretched through eight. Seven other people. But you know what? I would say the opposite because I feel like the one kid, mm-hmm. he was born and broke them. Like, they broke. They broke broke because okay. they can't afford one kid. Okay. Seven, his parents are horny. Like, I mean, like, that ain't his fault. Like, I mean, if you're number one, cool, because you get to pass that shit down, right? But if you last, that's a struggle. But it's like, all right, I'm broke, but I got six siblings. Well, that's your parents' fault. That's not your fault. Like you ain't. Okay. I mean, you was broke by association with the with the with your siblings, right? And the only reason I think about this, cause I was in thrift store, and of course, not to be like of course, but there was a lot of families with like eight, seven kids, right? Like mm. a lot of people. And I was like, well, you know, I grew up on thrift store shit. Mm-hmm. Like I had my little alligators, and you know, before uh, what was it? What's the brand? Um, La, it's not Lacroix. I was about to say Lacroix too. <laughs> <laughs> We got a new LaCroix shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what we're going to call it. I got a fucking LaCroix shirt with the Lacoste, alligator. LaCoste. LaCoste. Like, shit. Nah. Well, I'm going to still go with LaCroix. I was like wearing LaCroix. my LaCroix shirt. Wearing my LaCroix. Papa Granite. Papa, Papa Dot. I was wearing my Papa Dot. Papa Dot. Papa Granite shirt. And I'm looking fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, you can't fuck with this. And so I love going through a store because you find gems in there all the time. I got this like... These uh, like alligator pants upstairs. Don't judge me. Um, I got them from the women's section. I didn't know I wore like a twenty-four. But anyway, what? Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes you can't find stuff in the men's section. You venture off to the women's section. They be having sizes all over today. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I'll show you them one day. Oh no, but not on me, but just in life. Um, you put anyway. them on immediately. Like, how does this make my ass look? Look, look I'm gonna tell you right now. I was going for a '70s look, and I was like, I need to find like leather pants. Mm-hmm. There was nothing in the men's section, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna venture over to the women's section. 
And remember that uh, remember that holiday party where I had that like red sweater with the like the bedazzle on it? Yeah. Women's section. Oh. I'm telling you right now, I be finding some gems in them joints, thought. Because I don't know what it is, but I can find my size in women's section, but I can't find it in men's. So, thank you, big bitches. Anyway, um, look, I just think when I saw all these kids, I was just like, yo, the last kid, I was like, yeah, I guess he could brag that he you know, grew up broke, but is that because of his economical status or because his parents didn't know when to get off each other? His parent, his daddy had a weak pullout game. He did. Mom. And because now you got seven siblings, mm. you're taking the L and you got to get the waterfall fat. But if you a single kid, like, is your clout, like, it's like, yo, I grew up broke. How many siblings you got? None. <gasps> Shit. You was broke, bro. You was poor. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I grew up broke. All right, well, how many siblings you got? 1,700. Oh, well, that, that probably explains it. Just not enough money. <laughs> it's just, it's it's just was, not enough. You was broke from the beginning. You had good jobs. They just didn't have yeah, enough money. You couldn't do it. Yeah. Social, social economic status. I mean, he wasn't going to make it. So... Guys, Michael, I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. You guys, I would love to hear your opinions. I just want to know who got more broke clout. I, I think you have convinced me otherwise that the broke clout belongs to the uh, single child or the only child who then later in life started an OnlyFans because she didn't yeah, want to be exactly. broke no more. Like, man, I used to eat peanut butter. I used to eat jelly sandwiches for dessert. How many siblings you got? <laughs> <laughs> One. Oh, okay, okay. All right. I, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I had eight. Oh, well, y'all were struggling. Hold on. What's your, the crock pot? What you, what you doing? Anyway, my last gentle judgment. Well, since that's the end of gentle judgment, what we're going to do is pause for the cause, and we'll be back on the other side with more show. Don't judge me. Sir Nigel. Yes. I am a bald head lie. Let me tell you why. Okay. Because we have one more voicemail. Okay. And uh, I wanted to use this voicemail to kind of discuss some things. So let's just go through the voicemail first. Cool. What's up? It's Jared. One half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast. My Jay sends his love to you, Jay, and you, Nigel. What's up? So, hey, uh, still listening to the same episode. Uh, I don't know if you're putting this uh, voicemail with the other two that I left a few days ago, but... This is the episode where somebody got flued out. I can't remember the number at this point. But, uh, I, yeah, I was just thinking, I know that all of us have been sort of chatting back and forth about this video, showing that it's showing a guy throw his girl's clothes out the window, and then the girl and him get in an argument, and then then with another girl, and then the girl all of a sudden setting the whole house on fire. Uh, and sitting in the front yard, you know, in a in a lawn chair with a little ball cap on, reading a book while the fools across the street videotape it, right, saying nothing at all. So <clears throat> what I was thinking was, have y'all ever, and, and, you know, I think that's like a bad way to break up with someone, right? But, uh, and, you know, the I don't know, I'm trying to think, the worst breakup I ever had was, you know, probably A, you know, with the, with the girl who, you know, kissed her ex-boyfriend when she went to visit home for a few days or, you know, be uh, one where, you know, this girl and I were dating and, you know, we had like a, I had a friend that I didn't know that she was dating before she started seeing me. And, uh, you know, then I saw them together. So I don't know. It was like, and then basically I just sort of did her dirty and didn't do any Valentine's stuff for her uh, a couple of days later when Valentine's popped up. So, you know, 
whatever. I was like, you're out of here. So I just want to know if either of you guys or any of your listeners have had uh, a bad breakup or what's a worse way than burning the house down or maybe something even sort of close to that way to break up with somebody, you know? Is that a bad way? Is there worse ways? They're not as worse ways. I mean, I know there's worse ways for sure, but, you know, what are not the ways to, to break up? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, once again, Jared, what happened that hashtag blackout podcast, hashtag blackout pod on your Instagram and Twitters, and we blacking out. Peace, brother. Now, I want to give some context on the story that he was sharing that we were sharing amongst the group. Uh, this happened here in the good old BMI, but not the part of the BMI that either myself or Sir Nigel would ever go to. Mm-hmm. But anyway, woman, 47, is charged with attempted murder after setting fire oh, to, to her home with a person trapped inside, then sitting in a lawn chair to watch it burn. I know it's her house. That's stupid. The, the, the short of it is, woman got thrown out of the house. She started collecting her clothes, and then she wanted to argue with the dude who was still in the house, which was a black man. She was a white woman. And he was like, bitch, I hit you or something. They were threatening each other, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then eventually another woman came from outside of the house and in each other's faces. No, no punches were thrown. Then eventually that woman who was fussing with the black guy and fussing with the other woman lit a trash can on fire, threw it in the house, grabbed the lawn chair, sat outside the house and watched it burn. And the reason we know this is because some plumbers or some servicemen were in a house across the street and one of them was recording it the whole time. Yes. So that story was crazy. And then once the fire got out of hand and the fire department actually showed up, that woman booked it. Yeah. But the scene itself was, it took a turn that we didn't see coming. So I take it that she broke up or they broke up and she just wasn't hearing anymore. And this seems like a bad way to break up. So the question was asked of us is, what's a bad way that we've experienced it or could think of people breaking up with one another? Sir Nigel, what do you have? Um, I have nothing extreme to the fact that I burned down a house. No one should. I have broken up with people via text message. Cold bloody. That is not going to work, man. Goodbye. Um, I have broken up with somebody where I literally packed their stuff in a box and dropped it off in front of their house. That's a good one. Um, it was like, here's your stuff. Don't worry about getting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dropped mm-hmm. it off. I, it was like in the middle of the night, too. So it was like, I don't have to worry about interacting with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's your stuff. And it was even like a note like, there's nothing else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, good, good day. Um, and good riddance. I had an ex once whose mom broke up with the boyfriend by breaking all of his windows and leaving a note. And then, of course, they went the to court. Out your car. They went to court for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any others right now, though. I will share the relationship of my early 20s. Okay. This is the same young lady I've spoken to you about before, about a scenario that I won't disclose on the show, even though I may have already, because, you know, it's a big accusation. Mm-hmm. But anyway, a couple things happened during that relationship. That was the relationship where I learned how to be ain't shit. This is this is <laughs> this is the period in which I learned how to be ain't shit because this person was also ain't shit to me. In one instance, she decided she wanted to see her ex-boyfriend who was her best friend, so she said. Mm-hmm. We were 20, 21. Okay. Her ex-boyfriend uh played football at UConn. Oh. So she ran rented a car and drove from the BMI up to Yukon to tell me that they were just hanging out. It wasn't. She had a fat ass and I was 20. I believed her. Not really. But I I, I was, I, I didn't want to let that ass go. No, of course not. 
the instance in how we broke up was she had a great job um, that was way above what I would think a 20-year-old would have. Okay. She fucked it up because she wasn't wound too tight. She can't hold on to a good thing. Ah, there you go. Back she she you. wasn't she wasn't wound too tight in real life. Okay, like once the facade wore off, mm-hmm. it just it she was just fucking up in all kinds of places, and she got another job that was lower class that anybody could get. Right, she met a guy there, and her and this guy started spending time together. So she would lie and say things about what she was doing, her whereabouts, this is that, and third. Mm-hmm. And she told me she was going out, and then when she came home, she hit me with the "I'm real tired. It's eight thirty. Boy, I'm, I'm just gonna go to sleep. It's eight thirty, and then I would call back. I was like, "What do you mean you're going to sleep? I'm just so tired." She was rushing to get me off the phone. Of course, got off the phone, went to her house. Um, could see like she had an upstairs apartment that was in like a mm-hmm. a duplex, and I could see the lights and shadows upstairs. Yeah, silhouettes. So I tried to kick in that door. It didn't work because the door was thicker than I was. Yeah, but I tried and. She called me a day later and or something. I don't remember the exact story or the details, but she never admitted to a guy being there until years later. Oh, of course she, not. She hit me with the fake tears and it's just too hard. I don't think I can do this anymore and blah, blah, whatever. But the truth is, in the middle of us getting together and breaking up, we probably cheated on each other like 65 times a piece. No, it is. Okay. It, was, it was bad. It's complicated. It was, it was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she started it. So, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess I guess a bad way to break up is to try to kick in somebody's door. All right. Um, it reminds me actually of a story. Um, I had a best friend at one point. She shared a story with her and her boyfriend at the time. And she was pretty much like, yo, it's not really working. I think we should just break up. I'm not really for this. So he was like, nah, baby, you know, I won't be with you forever. You know, all this, you know, he laying on the thickness, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. You know, I can't see my world without you. I want to be with you. Don't let this be like this. We've invested so much time. And honestly, like, I didn't really have respect for this dude because I feel like she used to oh. bully him a little bit, right? Oh, okay. But let me continue my story. I'm listening. So this man was like, you know, yeah, I'm trying to do. So I'm hearing the story like, damn. I was like, this man's a simp for real. Like, he was laying all the fine work, like, talking about, yeah, I want to drink your bath. Well, you know, like, all that stuff. I mean, mm. he didn't say that, but he, he mm. pretty much, like, laying on thick, right? So she was like, yeah. So I gave him another chance. We went in the house. We had sex. Yeah. Soon as he had sex, he was like, yeah, you're right. We should break up. And left. <laughs> he had the moment of clarity. It hit Yo, him. I'm going to tell you, I never had much more respect for this man. Until that moment. I was like, my man. I forgot his name. But I was like, my man. Oh, hold on, hold on. That was your friend, though, man. That wasn't my friend friend. Like, I mean, I knew him through her. No, I'm saying her. She oh. was your friend. Oh. And you took his side? Well, yeah. well I, at that moment. You're a he-man woman hater. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. That shit was funny. Like, dog, when she told me that, I could not stop laughing for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> I was like, oh, he played you. Like, I... Like, and the thing is, because she used to always talk about, like, oh, he ain't shit. You know, I tell him what to do. Da, 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 da. And so when oh, he hit that right. move, I was like, oh, oh you got okie doke. <laughs> get you with the yo. Get you with the yee Like, I mean, this man finessed you out that vagina. Like, damn. And she was like, that ain't funny. I was like, yes, it is. They are victors and they are victims. Yo, he and she was victimized. You. Like, this man probably even gave you weak dick, too. Like, probably was like a two-stroke joint. was like, yeah, you're right. We should be done. This isn't Like, it. damn. I had to, had to have a long talk with myself, and I figured, this isn't going to work anymore. Um, yeah. I'm going to put my drawers back on and leave. Look, look. 
I know. One it's nice time, knowing you. When I was younger, I, I hit this okey doke drink. There was one, like one dude. I just, I knew he was hating on my relationship with this girl, and honestly, I really wasn't trying to be with her, right? Okay. And so I kind of was like just looking for a way out, and so then she hit me one day. I was like, yeah, you know. We all went out together. I was like, I thought I told you not to go hang out with him because I don't like him. She was like, yeah, but he was there. I was like, don't matter. You lied to me. And I <laughs> I just stretched it. It was like, I can't be with a liar. I'm too young in this age to be dealing with, you know, trying to compass, uh, uh, you know, compensate and, uh, you know, uh, compromise for <laughs> my relationship integrity or something. I, I was laying on the most nonsense. It was pretty much putting shit on a cupcake and calling it frustin', right? Like, I was pretty much like, yo, I can't be with a liar. You told me you wasn't gonna hang out with her and with him and he wound up being there. I was like, but you didn't tell me like, you was a liar. I can't be with you. And she was like, I don't understand what the, why you being overreacting. I was like, oh no, I was being mad light skin, right? I was like, yo, it don't fucking matter. I don't wanna be with you no more. And broke up with her. Just like that. Yeah. You ever... He wanted, she wanted to date them later, though. I mean, they, they so got married like, and have kids, and they're happy. Well, no, not married, but yeah, they wound up getting get it on for a couple of years. Did you have you not kept tabs, but have you seen your exes, Most any of, of your exes, like in, in in later years in life? Mm-hmm. How would you say they're doing? Your ex girlfriends, uh, like a general score for the ones you can think about that you've seen. Most of them are doing okay. Most of them marry after me. Like, I, for a while, I thought I was like a good luck Chuck type of drink. Like, you mess with me, we're going to get married later. Yeah, I had that stretch too. You, yeah, uh, I was like, Like, damn. the very next like, person you're going to Yeah, I was like, damn, like, are you just marrying motherfuckers? And it's like, they have kids, and most of them, I guess, are happy. Kids are a little ugly, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's just me judging. Um, but yeah, no, most of them get married after me, and uh, I'm happy for them. I, I talk to a lot of them. A lot of them are doing good. Um, are you well, really happy for your exes? I'm happy that they found something. I'm more so happy at that notion versus like happy for them. Like I'm happy that someone found a, a significant other versus my ex finding someone. I think I'm genuinely happy for one out of my. I've, I've had five girlfriends as an adult. I'm genuinely yeah, happy for either. one, but the others I'm just like, eh, whatever. Like you're alive, cool, but I don't. I don't care what happens. Yeah. Or doesn't happen for you. One of them, she can stub her toe every morning when she gets out of bed for the rest of her life. That would be the the grace I would give her. But the others is just like, I don't care. I have one ex like that. After we broke up, she invited me to the wedding. It was like three months afterwards. And I was like, mm, too soon, bitch. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going. She's like, you sure? I want to make sure you're there. I was like, no, you don't. You're trying to do an alpha move right now. And I don't. I don't no, know you should go sure. and take a gift. Take a gift. No, I, yeah, I should have gone and been a uh, been a fool, but I wasn't gonna do it. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't have any real breakup stories. Nothing crazy. Yeah, I can't think of crazy ways that I've even heard of people breaking up. Oh, I'll share one more. The same girl who invited me to the wedding. Yeah. When we broke up, she was trying to initiate domestic violence with me. <laughs> she was trying to start a fight with you. So I pretty was like, "Yeah, uh, I'm out here because you' wilding right now, and I, I really don't see this working." Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you a bitch. And I was like, I guess I am. And she was just like, nah, because you ain't a man. I was like, mm, no, sure ain't. I guess that makes you a lesbian. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm out. And I was just like, I wasn't going into it. had this straight up, I'm rubber, your glue. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> and so she really glue. tried to entice me, like started going like, like, and personal shit. And mm-hmm. I was just like, you think you're going to get, you think, gonna, you think I'm going to hit you? I was like, I'm not going to hit you. She's been here before. She, she yeah, no, but that's the thing. She was. She told me how she wasn't a domestic violence right? because somebody she was arguing with when the police showed up, she purposely fell out. I was like, "Well, you have a history. I'm not going. You're not going to have me in jail." 
So she's like, you a bitch. I was like, I guess I am. <laughs> you right. I'm a bitch with the, with the, the, the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a stone cold bitch. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a change subject, but it kind of <laughs> leads into it with the violence and all. So today, I'm at home, working from home like the great employee that I am. Mm-hmm. My son's to the left of me, and he's doing his MAP testing, which is standardized testing for okay. students in the BWI. I'm sorry, BMI. Okay. Um, I hear a knock at the door. Boom, boom, boom. Not a knock. A boom, boom, boom. Please. Okay. So I look out the patio window, and I see the roof of a truck. So I'm like, Amazon got some nerve, right? Yeah. Because it's a dark-colored truck. Amazon got some nerve. And then I go to look out the peephole, and I don't see anybody standing there. Because mm-hmm. normally they knock and leave so that the package is right there. Yeah. Open the door. Nope, not Amazon. You were correct, sir, Nigel. It's the police. It's two sheriffs at my door. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit, indeed. So I'm looking at them. They're looking at me. I need to log in one second. I don't remember my password. It's wrong. I got it right. So I'm looking at them. They're looking at me. And then they say, is Erica Dorsey here? Nope. There was one. Nope. (laughs) I say, no. The one male sheriff looks at the sheet of paper, looks down, looks up at me, looks down at the paper, looks up at me. Okay, thank you. And they say, how long have you lived here? And I said, oh, about two years. And then they leave. So in my mind, I'm just like, they just believe me that Eric Dixon doesn't live here? And I look at the, the, the vehicle, it was the paddy wagon. Like They were coming to arrest Erica Dixon. Yeah. And they believed me that she didn't live here. Yeah, you look, you'd be alive, yeah. So I went and looked up Maryland's case search and typed in Erica Dixon. Of course. And found the Erica Dixon that would be, that had court filings in the Glen Burnie area where I live at. Yeah. And then I see the one that has the same ad- address as mine is a white girl. And that's why when he looked at the paper and looked at me, he was just like, show me, dude. This isn't the right one. You can't have a white girlfriend? <laughs> Racism. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, look, you could have been smanging some white cheeks. But Erica Dixon got in trouble in 2018 and had a second degree assault charge that was about to be thrown out. Uh, but then it was brought back up in 2021 and they were coming to arrest her ass. Oh, wow. So that was my story with violence for the day. And the police just turning the other cheek on me because I wasn't, I didn't fit the description. You know what's fun thing to do because Maryland has a public record or whatever? Mm-hmm. Just search up motherfuckers you know. I've done that before. I have as well. Do that with the names of women I might meet? Uh, the same uh, female that uh, got dumped by the boyfriend after he smanged it? Mm-hmm. Found out she was driving without a license. I was like, bitch, you ain't doing well. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, the best one is the one, the best one is the one you showed me. USphonebook.com. Oh, yeah. That one will tell you anything. That one is the gateway to finding out who people really are. Yeah, it's like, oh, you lived in Greece. Oh, I see you. I see you. Once you have someone's phone number and go to USphonebook.com, you can find relatives, addresses, Whatever you need. I'm going to tell you one time I was talking to somebody and they was like, yeah, I was hanging out with my aunt. I was like, uh, Cheryl or... They <laughs> was like, what? I was like, oh, I mean, uh, uh, what? I'm listening. Yeah, I was like, you mean your dad? And like, one time my boy was like, yo, I'm trying to find out so-and-so's birthday. I was like, uh, you mean the mom or dad? Like, I was like, I was on it. Like, I was like, yo, it's August. <laughs> and like, bam, got it. Actually, it was funny. One time I seen one of my friends apparently was at a, a, a custody hearing mm-hmm. with... The judge being a childhood friend's mom. I was like, oh, look at 
all them together at once. Oh no, she gonna win. No, I was about to say, yo, I know him, I know her, I know the judge. I was like, I know everybody here. I wasn't there though. It was cool. <laughs> it just felt like I was connected. I was name dropping, but to myself. It works. It yeah. works. Mm-hmm. But what also works is uh, you all joining in the discussion and letting us know what you think about a rough breakup or the roughest way to break up or just any kind of crazy scenario you can think of that Sir Nigel and I would love to judge because that's what we do. Remember, you can send us an email at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 410-834-1562. And on the other side of this break, which is the last break of this episode, we're going to conclude this show. Judge me. I don't know who needs to hear this, but yes! Because y'all ain't shit. I'm going to start off. I was recently looking up a way to be able to smoke meat. I love beef. I love, like, you know, barbecues. I love even looking at hooks. Rubs and spices, because they always show some good shit on there. Like mm. he actually does. He does. Yeah, no, he does. Some good looking shit. Some good stuff. And it's like you know, especially like the joints where it's like, oh no 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 knife. Use your hands. Oh. I love a meat pause that you could just fucking and you just put it on some bread or something, right? Like okay. I love that. Put some barbecue sauce on. That's my favorite condiment. Love it. I say all this because I was swindled, bamboozled. I was on Instagram. And I was like, "Damn, why that meat look weird?" <laughs> it's a vegan ham, and I was like, "What the fuck is a vegan ham?" Look in the description. Uh, my mama was raised by a farmer. Uh, nigga, let me get to the junk I want. And it was like, uh, cut a watermelon, glaze it with honey, and throw it on the grill. I was like, first off, you done wasting watermelon. <laughs> watermelon, good as is. What you doing? Throw it on the grill. Smoking watermelon. Smoking watermelon, and had the audacity. To call a ham. You ever had ham? I've had ham before. Oh, a crispy ham? I've had I hate ham normal ham. I need a microwave or a sizzle a little bit, get a little crunch on it. I love a crispy ham. Okay. Honey baked ham is good, kind of commercialized, but I love me a crispy honey baked ham. That's what I look forward to at Thanksgiving. Mm, mm, mm. It's a good old country ham, maybe even with the bone in it. Yeah, I I personally just just give me lunch meat. I'm, I'm you know, lunch meat is delicious. Get some Swiss cheese. Delicious. Anyway, I'm I'm going on a tangent. You can tell how much I love ham. This imposter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, first off, uh, no. I also said this other video because Tasty be showing some stuff, and I'm like, I forgot about Tasty. Yo, they be doing too much, right? I see this one joint. It's like, uh, you want some vegan bacon? I was like, first off, no, but I'm curious. What, what are you about to make? This man put like pretty much like Worcestershire, Worcestershire soy sauce with like rice paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like cooked it. It was like, mm, this is better than bacon. I was like, first off, you haven't had bacon in a minute because <laughs> nothing's better than bacon. bacon. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nothing's better than bacon. I don't know who. You don't ever hear no rice, night rice crispy LT. No, it's BLT, okay? Because that bacon's holding that sandwich together. It's literally lettuce and tomato and bacon. That's the sandwich. Like you never heard no HMT or L- HLT. What is the HL? Ham, lettuce, and tomato. Oh, that's just a I sandwich. A regular sandwich. That's a sandwich. But you don't call it that. You don't call it that. No, no, no. You call it a sandwich. Look, I think bacon's the only one that pretty much be solo dolo. No cheese. No I've, nothing. I've told you many times before, bacon is its own food group yeah, because it's, it's because whatever kind of bacon it is, it's still included in bacon, yeah. turkey. Bacon, rice paper, bacon, beef, 
Bacon. Mm-hmm. Vegan. Bacon. It's bacon. Bacon is its own food group. It is. It's delicious. So those imposters, uh, y'all ain't shit for trying to exist. You know, be a vegan. I have been a vegan, but I would never call something a ham when it wasn't. It, that wasn't a ham. That was a big old piece of watermelon. It was pretty. It was pretty, pretty. but it was like, I would be so mad if I cut into it. It was like, uh, what's this? I mean, we, I've said it before. You know, people who have to dress up one type of food to be like something else are living a lie. No. And I, you're right. I've never heard anybody say like, oh, this is uh, bacon. No, wait, like, well, I guess vegan bacon, bacon vegan. Or, you know, like, no. It just doesn't work. No, no one wants to. You don't, you don't have to play pretend with food you thoroughly enjoy. No, no, you don't. You have to play pretend with food you have questions about, but you got to make it through somehow. Exactly. This is this is how it feels when white people say, living the dream. <laughs> this is exact because it's the dream that this is actually something that they want. Yep. But it's not. No. They may can do. Mm-hmm. They may enjoy it, but this mm-hmm. is not what they want. No. So then speaking of fake and I guess living the dream. Do you know on Etsy they're selling fake vaccine cards? I know they're selling them. I didn't think they were selling them on Etsy. Yes. They're pretty official. Are they? I mean, that's what the cards look like. Do they? I don't know what they look yeah. like. Yeah. Um, the only reason I know is because of people post it on social media. Ah. And you look at it, and it's literally just a blank piece of paper, not laminated. You really forge the shit out of it. And it's most times just handwritten in. It's almost like a rec card, almost. Or, or, or um, a library card from elementary school when yeah, you have to slide it in the just back. Write, write, write in whatever you in. want. Yeah. You can write in. I mean, like who, who knows all the batches? So if I wrote in Pfizer 0123456, yeah, that's suspicious. Or just go to Google Image Search and look for one and copy. And, and literally copy it verbatim. Uh, but yeah, Etsy's selling them for $15, y'all. So if you need to go to Las Vegas, the, the go to the, the city of sin or Salt Lake, Get some hooks, rub, and spices from the local or store. Or the other part of Michigan that you need a plane to get to because it's not connected. Yes. You know, make fun of Wisconsinans. Mm. Is that what it is? Wisconsinans? Oh, that sounded, that sounded forced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or anywhere else you want to go, uh, uh, go on Etsy. Get one for 15 bucks. I like the hustle. Mm-hmm. I like the hustle. Me too. Well, I have to say this gentleman ain't shit. And I'm going to say his name wrong, but, uh, you know... Blame my brain, not my heart. Guramit Hanspal. Yeah, sure. Exactly. That's my man. He, Maybe. He's, he's up to something. Story. He's up to something. Okay. He, he might be, might be <laughs> your, your kind of guy. Okay. Well, Guramit, I'm sorry, Guramrit mm-hmm. has been living for free in a house that he doesn't own for 23 years. My man. And this is how he did it. Okay. He bought the house back in 98 and made one payment on the house. Sounds about right. Then defaulted on the loan okay. and the house was foreclosed upon. Since then, he's filed four lawsuits and claimed bankruptcy seven times. All the while while using bankruptcy court's automatic stay rule to keep living in the house. My man, found a loophole. With the pandemic clogging the state's housing courts it's keeping the home's current owner which is a different bank than the bank he brought it from because it was sold twice from evicting his ass so i've got to say this gentleman ain't shit because even if it wasn't for the panoramic his ass would still be pulling scams to stay in this house yeah like he's got furnishings like he's updated not necessarily like the structure of the home but he's bought stuff to include in the house grandkids have lived I mean, like, he's not paying rent he's so. got he's got a new 
Volkswagen Passat in a slightly new Benz in the driveway. He ain't paying mortgage. He's balling. He's found. He's claimed claimed bankruptcy though. Four oh, times. His credit's probably fucked. But, Seven I mean, times actually. He, yeah, I mean, but he's, he's living the dream. He's, he's like, yo, fuck my credit, and I'm about to have this house. He has the house. I mean, it's there. Yeah. It's his house. It's his house. He won. That's he what won. I like. I like. I like people who get over in the system. But that reminds me of then this next person. You ever use Airbnb? I've stayed in one. Yeah. I haven't personally stayed in one, but I've been to one for someone who hosts. Was like hosting an event. Yeah, that's, that's right. And um, this brings me to my other thing. So I, I I saw this post, and then one of my friends reminded me of the existence of it. And it's a big Idaho to potato. Oh. You have an Airbnb. That's a big ass potato. Does right. it have windows? No. Oh no, I couldn't do that. So that's that's it. That is dumb. I That's the outhouse outside of the 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 the, the jump. Nah, we see. That's that's the potato. That's the outhouse. So you gotta walk like twenty feet. No, nah, we're not doing that. We're not, we're not. We're not doing it. But my thing is, when my friend reset it to me, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that seems like the perfect weekend to just eat steaks and potato products. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry. You're right because you know how much this costs. Uh, a basket of curly fries and some hush puppies. Two hundred and seven dollars per night to stay in a giant potato. It doesn't have windows, does it? But in the in the bath, and you're in Idaho, so it's not necessarily warm. And the bathroom is away, so you got to go outside to take a shower. So you got to walk the length of the potato, walk outside, walk twenty feet, use the bathroom, walk back to your potato, and then maybe make love on steak, hash browns, hush puppies, French fries, curly fries. Let me ask, what type of fries are you eating in a potato uh, Airbnb? I'm not staying in a potato. It doesn't have windows. I'm going to do steak fries. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore, ignore ignore, your response. I'm going to do some uh, five guys and, uh, you know what I'm saying, like, really live the dream. Uh, do some mashed potatoes, maybe uh, bathe in it. Oh, my bad. The bathroom's outside. Can't do that. Um, it doesn't have windows. <laughs> How do you get air ventilated in there? Like, that's crazy. That's dumb. It's, it's novel. I don't know. That's better off being like a museum that you can wander through, pay five bucks and learn the history of potatoes or something crazy. It's literally just enough for a bed, a chandelier, like two Two chairs and like two indents. And that's it. Like there's no sitting area really outside the chairs. Probably got no no electricity. (laughs) It's just like. It's like very bare basic. Like but, there's nowhere to, to, to cook food. Not even a micro. Not even an air fryer. Yeah, there was no stove. I didn't realize that. It was just like, what the fuck am I staying here for? I can't even make my, my potatoes. It's probably in the outhouse. That's gross. <laughs> That's what the kitchen That's is. That's disgusting. I can't. I can't get down that. There's a house um, that was on the market, and it advertised itself as a two bedroom, two bathroom townhouse, um, and it was just small. Nothing. Nothing at all. Like it's probably as big overall as like your kitchen, just two floors of it, right? Okay. And the second bathroom, second floor was two bedrooms and a bathroom. Mm-hmm. The second bathroom was in the laundry room, meaning it was a toilet facing the washing machine. And it was like, what if someone drops a deuce? Like, how am I supposed to wash white clothes now? Yeah, you got, you got, you got to hold up. That's not. The white clothes are important. I, I, mm-hmm. that, that, I don't know how you sell a house with a bathroom in the laundry room. Uh, Not a door. Just like open the door, open space, wash and dryer to the left, toilet to the right. Yeah, it's the American dream. <laughs> you flush. It's like a New York apartment to me. Yeah. 
You know, it, it probably cost like $4,000 a month. No, no, no. This was dirt cheap. I know, I because, just, you know, was, the bathroom's in the yeah, yeah, yeah. laundry room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how factual this that article is, but I just thought it was hilarious. And it's not because of the statement, but because of this quote, apparently. Okay, okay. The article reads, Man refuses to give up bus seat for pregnant woman. Oh, a shitty human being. Yeah. My y'all ain't shit is... It's not my fault she decided to have a baby when she can't afford a car. Ah, damn! Damn! You had to go there? Like, this man was having the clap back ready. He pretty much was like, she got knocked up by somebody with a car. Like, shit, you had to do that. You had to do that. The newscaster was just asking, like, hey, what's going on? Why didn't you give up the seat? Uh, hey, my fault she a broke bitch. Uh, you had to go there, sir. Um, <laughs> sir, uh, we're having technical difficulties. We'll be back to you, Jim. So, uh, so basically... This child is going to grow up poor and have the clout necessary. Have the clout. To carry have on. The clout. That's her only kid. Going to have the clout. Look, my mama used to have to stand up on the bus. There, there That's was how a, broke we were. There was a news story about this. I'm here because of the news. Yo. I just Internationally like, known. This man was on the bus. And it was like, I hope the newscast asked me about this shit. <laughs> it was like, uh, sir, why you didn't get up? It ain't my fault she decided to have a baby and she can't afford a fucking car. Yeah, I'll talk Sir. about it. I'd like to give a statement. I'd like to give a statement. Yeah, he probably knocked her out of the way. Get, get the fuck out of my way. Uh, we, we all got somewhere to be. Mm-hmm. Ain't my fault you decided to have a baby and you can't afford a car. Damn. You Make better like choices. That. Maybe I like carpool. I'm trying to save the planet. I'm eating my, my vegan ham at home with my baby. We're malnutritious. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I said, I wasn't vegan at one point. I mean, I, I felt like I was fine. But still. Um, yeah. Man refuses to give him <laughs> Well, um, there was a man who refused to give his employee freedom. Bobby Paul Edwards, a white man, is currently serving 10 years in prison for effectively enslaving John Christopher Smith, a black man with intellectual disabilities, for five years. Oh, that's it. Edwards was found guilty in 2019 of forced labor charges after failing to pay Smith anything from 2009 to 2014 and also keeping Smith from calling his family, forcing him to work over 100 hours a week, seven days a week during in which he called him racial slurs, whipped him with belts, kitchen pains, and once burned him with metal tongs that had been dipped in hot grease. Okay. Bobby Paul Edwards has also been ordered to pay Charles Smith $546,000 as a fine which is double the amount owed in back pay. Damn. Here's the, the, the backstory. Bobby Charles Smith inherited a restaurant from his family after a family member passed away. Aww. Um, I'm sorry, Bobby Paul Edwards. Charles Smith worked at that restaurant since he was 12. Okay. Um, Charles Smith is, has intellectual disabilities. Once Bobby took over, he basically told Charles, you don't get anything anymore, but you better come to work, boy. And he put him up in this house that was like, you know, dilapidated yeah, roaches, yeah, yeah. rats, all that kind of shit. And just kept him under lock and key for five years. And this was a buffet that other people worked at in South Carolina. And they saw these things going on and nobody did anything. Uh, nobody. Until one girl told her mom what was going on. And her mom was like, no, we're not doing this. That's good. And then she finally went to the That's authorities what's about what's That's happening. What's up. That's what's up. So what I'm saying is, this nigga kept a slave. Yeah, and did. nobody did anything for five years. No. Like, they're That's all sad. complicit. Yeah, no. That's Everybody's sad, sad. complicit. Like, it's right. Like, it's morally, 
it's a lot of shit wrong in this world. But for five years, you put whatever you have before you in front of this man being enslaved. He was afraid for his fucking life. And he had yeah. no choice because he didn't know what he could do. No. He didn't, he didn't know what he didn't could, comprehend he could do. That. He, was, he, he, he didn't know. Violated, yeah. He whipped him. He burnt like... Oh, no, I didn't know And oh, he shit. only got 10 years. Yeah, that's, that's, 10 years for enslaving somebody. He should go away forever. The part that makes me happy is that he's in jail in South Carolina. And if you know like I know, this ain't going to be an easy 10 years for him. Oh, no, no, no. no not, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess lighter note, more Americans dropping acid because the world's on fire. New York Post, no. Uh, we aren't dropping acid, but apparently they said it's not as bad as the 70s. But apparently people are at home too much and they want to escape reality. So Bama's is dropping acid. They've seen a 238% increase in the amount of acid being used. Wait a second. Who is reporting these figures? Like, is there a baseline for acid use in the United States? Apparently they do surveys. And then they come back. Yeah, they do To say, I'm doing more acid. And in fact, I invited my friends to join in this acid See, you know people love sharing stuff on social media? Uh, so it's like, hey, uh, sir, random person on the street, do you do acid? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. More than before. <laughs> I do now, three to four times. But before, one to two. Oh, so you say you double your intake? Yes. Do you know anybody else? You can ask my sister. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim, come on. Come on. Come on here. We got fucking a survey to do. A family feud, if it not. <laughs> and they essentially interviewed all these people, and they said that like people with college degrees are more inclined to drop acid than anyone else, and that people in the 30s and 40s have increased their amount by 200-something%, and that they've seen it also increase in 20- 30-year-olds, and apparently everyone's trying to escape the pandemic, and they're trying to do acid. And I'm like, I, I haven't got to that point. I've talked to myself, don't get me wrong, but uh, somebody right now was like, hey... You bored in the house? You want to hit some acid? I'd be like, mm, I'm good. Thank may, you. May, will I die? Probably will. Oh, then I'm not going to do it. I mean, I guess you hit acid, you listen to Whitney Houston and wish for the best. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Why Whitney? I don't know. I just feel like the right thing to say. She's going to bring me down. And I will always do acid. I kind of hit that note. He did. Bit. It was. It was. Yeah, a little bit. I, as you as you sang that, I was like, "This album's gonna happen." Yeah. <laughs> this yo, album's saying, gonna happen. Look, you can wear your mask. I can see into your soul. Ooh, child, I'm not gonna get copywritten. <laughs> anyway, um, but then I go into what this woman probably was doing is acid. Okay. Okay. Woo woo! You hear that? What you doing? You pulling over, right? Uh, not me. I'm speeding. My foot is hitting the floor. You're saying energy to this woman right here. Uh, this woman, whoop, whoop. Uh, ma'am, your, your registration seems to be uh, fictitious. Uh, your tents are illegal. Uh, pull over. Nope. I'm gone. High, highway speedway chase. Mm-hmm. Hitting cars. Uh, police hitting her. She's fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. Going all over the place. They finally get her. You know, they finally like are able to stop her because they like tire spiked the world or some shit. Mm-hmm. Get her out. Man, what the fuck? I was late for work. Bitch, that ain't the reason to do this. <laughs> Sounds like a good enough reason to me. Look. She had been all, written up. She was on her last warning. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. She got four years, nine months <laughs> because of the multiple felony charges she got in Ohio from running from the police. 
And then she also had $26,000 in restitution. I don't care what job you work in. Okay, she probably was a manager at Taco Bell making $12 an hour. Nah, I feel like she worked at like Family Dollar or something like that. That does sound right, MG. But let's say she, maybe maybe she was fancy. Maybe she was a personal shopper like Macy's or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Or Hex before they went out of business. Pet Who knows? Company. Who knows? But this woman was like, oh, I thought. But it's like, but you had a, a fake registration and fake. Uh, no, you knew what you were doing. You were trying to make that up. But ain't no job. Fuck your job. Uh, don't run from the police. And apparently, the, also what kind of got me, because she was a black lady. Oh, I just knew she was white. No, she was a black lady. And the police are commended for their restraint in the ordeal. Because they didn't kill that bitch. Exactly. It was like, yo, y'all had some restraint. Yeah, we didn't kill her. (laughs) Um, Is that the way we measure in police? Police stuff right now? Oh, Oh, did you kill her? No. Restraint. Good job. Good job, Johnson. Mm. Because my first thought was like, oh, she got to be white because she lived, right? No. This black lady was trying to get to her job at the Family Dollar and didn't make it. No, she had a real good job. She was like, um, she she had a, a law firm on. She was taxation and not with four years and nine months. <laughs> okay, look, she look, she was twenty three years old. She probably oh, best was working at Six Flags of America in Ohio. I mean, I don't know what Ohio even Six Flags over cornfields or some shit like that. Like, I feel like Ohio ain't got shit. So, I mean, it probably was a recession. No, they got Sandusky land or some shit like that. What did you just say? <laughs> Sorry, right, vegan ham. Okay, just making up stuff. They got some park in Sandusky. I swear they do, man. This man looked me right in the eye, y'all, and said, no, they got Sandusky. I don't know what he was saying because I stopped listening mid-sentence. Okay? He said Sandusky, <laughs> and I just... I'm, I'm, I promise you, like, Ohio might be like the roller coaster, coaster capital of the United States. Man. It's like Greater Mall of America or some shit? No, they, they like do roller coasters in Ohio. Like, that's the thing. All right. Wooden coasters. Anybody, anybody from Ohio, hit us up because we want to know if y'all got roller coasters. I, nothing great. Just, I just need to know if y'all got roller coasters at this point because <laughs> this man said Sandusky. And I like Sandusky Land or some nah, shit like that. Sandusky <laughs> Land you, that sounds fake, right? It sounds like vegan ham, okay? It's just made up. This man, Jay, just off the whim right now, just making up landmarks. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to do my last y'all ain't shit, but it needs to be said. Okay. <laughs> I am ready for the asteroid to come down and just blow this planet up. That's fine with me. Because in Germany, the police bust a international child child porn site used by 400,000 people. That's disgusting. This was found on the dark net, and it's under the title of Boys Town. It was known as the world's biggest child pornography platform, and has been used by pedophiles to exchange and watch child pornography from all over the world. Here's the thing. They only arrested three people for using the site. That's wrong. There are 399,997 other pedophiles that use this site worldwide. 400,000 people that they know that they're getting different IP addresses from. That's driving. That's crazy. And arrested three. My thought why arrest anyone if you're only going to get three? Yeah, at that point, it's like y'all didn't really execute this one at all. It, I feel like they just happened to walk across somebody and they were looking at it. It was like, arrest that man. Yeah, And then good. he sent the message to someone else that they're about to arrest me. And they found that guy too. Like, this isn't like, this isn't a sting. 
You got lucky and caught three out of 400,000. Yeah, that, that's what that is. It's, someone got lucky and it was like, oh, we're just going to make y'all wear it and let you know that we got three of them. It's like, that's not even 10%. That's not even 1%. That's not a, that's a negligible number. You can't even count that's that. Not even, that's not even. 400,000 bring on the asteroid that is powered by a flying dinosaur with rocket launchers. Like, blow this planet the fuck up. I hope so as well because you know what? The internet will make great meme content. We'll be on our way out. You saw Invincible. It'd be a, a picture of Mark <laughs> and Omni Man, and it'd be a meteor and the planet Earth. And mm-hmm. it's like, look what you made me do, Earth. And it's like, we're dead. We're dead. We're dead. We deserve it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll jump into four why things I don't understand. What do you call a bear with no teeth? I don't know. What do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. Dun, 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 dun. Exactly. For why? <laughs> why did I find that funny? Don't know. Um, uh, I seen this article where mom makes edible crowns that work. So she uses food, cooks them down, acid. melts them into forms. Acid. She got there from acid. Probably. But it's like, are your kids really consuming that many where you're like, oh, I need to find an alternative to this? What if they eat the paper that they color on because they want a different But that's texture. what I'm saying. Like, yo, uh, mom, mm, got some. <laughs> Chef kiss. <laughs> I love this blue. It tastes different from today. Well, I use raspberry instead of jam. Like what? Poisonberry. Like, why are in the blue even, today? Why is that a thing? Like I get being creative, and I've actually seen this guy on the internet, like where I guess people do these like these like life hacks, mm-hmm. and he does like uh, you literally could just do this. You could just do this version. instead. I yeah. see this one guy like he broke his glasses, took the earpieces off, but then like taped the lenses to his eyes, and he was like, why? You didn't just fucking use the ear thing. <laughs> or even like somebody would use like a toilet paper roll, like, mm. like finesse the, the cardboard out and like try to pull toilet paper from the middle. He's like, that doesn't just work. The fucking thing on the outside. Yeah, that does. So he just constantly just doing like people do high facts and he's just like, no, you can just do this simpler way, right? That's what that seems. Use crowns. You kids eat it. Stop. So for dinner tonight, we're having vegan ham and crayons. You're not worried I'm going to marry into a family like that. You might. You... Honey, this is what Thanksgiving dinner is. We're having vegan ham and a side of crowns for chicken with Timmy. a K. We're going to have chicken with a K. We're going to have vegan ham. Crab with K. Crab with a K. That They already have that. That's the artificial crab meat. Yeah. That you get crab sticks and shit. That's that's what that is. Crab with a K. And like tofu chicken wings. That's what I'm going to Tofurky. Flip. You're going to have yeah, some tofurky. I'm going to flip the fucking table. I'm going to flip the table. I'm going to flip the table. I'm going to end out. And that's how I'm going to break up. Future Nigel is going to break up that way with the lady who gives me a vegan ham. It makes you do marathons on Saturday morning. Okay, I'm flipping tables. I'm breaking up with her. She gotta go. Um, last thing, which I don't understand. Uh, pandemic is going on. Everyone's home. Panda Express. We're scared out here. Yep. Vaccines are all over the place. We got Pfizer. We got Johnson Johnson. We got Moderna. But guess what we got now in Florida? Genetically created mosquitoes. What? Yes. So, there's a particular version of mosquito in the Florida Keys that apparently carry different diseases. Uh, mosquitoes are the worst creatures on the planet. They are. But this company, uh, pretty much, uh, Florida, uh, deals usually about $14 million a year in order to get rid of these mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Uh-huh. I'm like, uh, I go out there and be fucking, uh, give me $14 million, or give me uh, 13 I'll just fucking kill them all, okay? Mm-hmm. But this company, they hire them, and they essentially ask them to engineer, genetically engineer one billion mosquitoes, males, so that way, when they mate with the females, they are carrying these viruses, they will instantly die when they have offspring. 
So what they're essentially doing is creating like a Black Widow effect. The male is the carrier of this antivirus. They mate with the female. If the kid happens to be carrier of this virus, the kid dies. Because the female's the, the inclined species, the, the, the gender. What, what, did, what did Jeff Goldblum say in Jurassic Park? Uh, life finds a way to adapt. That, They're going to do and that. Also, you're too busy thinking if you could, you didn't think if you should. should. Okay? So, same energy. Uh, this is the apocalypse. I am legend. Uh, this is it. This is it. This is it. Three mm-hmm. years from now, we're going to be in a zombie apocalypse. You heard it on Don't Judge Me podcast right after the release of Fast in Your Seatbelts. It's going down with the engineered mosquitoes down in Florida. They don't need no shit like this. They're already crazy. They don't need uh, genetically engineered mosquitoes out there sucking blood. I want the asteroid because at least I won't feel it. I don't want the mosquito death. Yeah. It's not how I want to go out. But this is how the show is going out. And with Mm -hmm. this being the end of the show, this is the beginning of me thanking you yet again for joining us in judgment. Remember, you can be a part of the show by email and or telephone. Email us at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com or hit the hotline 410-834-1562. In closing, I'd like to say, enjoy life. Do whatever you want with that life. Just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. Now I remind you guys to check out our Instagram page at Don't Judge Pod. Post funny stuff on there. Uh, steal it, like it, send us some titty pics. All the above. I'll also remind you that since today is single to Mayo, uh, just remember what the actual reason behind the holiday is. Is that uh, Mexicans owed France uh, money. They had a war and they won. And they didn't pay back. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck your debt. Don't pay nobody back. And live to your fullest and have some tacos. Enjoy, y'all. Peace out, Slims.